Fresh off the end of fall 2021, the Long Island Legends season has concluded. We are here at Poppin' Flags. I'm Ralph DeRef, and I'm with my co-host and my co-owner of the Youth Flag Football League, LI Legends, and also the owner of Long Island Legends, Sean McCann. What's good, man? What up, dude? How you doing? We with a special guest, man, somebody that I met crazy off the hook one day. I met him on some other team, but then he's also a two-time champion uh, from this past Sunday, from the proceedings of all the championship games. Mr. Kyler Pizzo. How are you, my friend? Doing good. Thanks for having me. What's up, I'm really excited to talk to you, man. Um, <laughs> what, what was that team that you first played for when I saw you and you were talking all crazy? Um, I think it was like the Dream Chasers or something like that. That wasn't your team, really? Uh, no, nah, I was just helping my friend out. He he asked me to play. He asked me to play Q. It just seemed like he was there so he didn't get fined. You know what I mean? It was <laughs> yeah. just like, he was, it was like a lot of things that he was saying and doing, it was like house money. You know, it's like I'm filling in and this is not. Re- so when I saw you on DK, I was like, oh, this is like a better fit for you. It seems like it's oh, more yeah. conducive. More of a role. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think. So I'm right. Right. Like that last time you were just kind of playing to play. Yeah. I was just helping out like for the season or whatever. He asked me to play Q. That's cool. I, man. I was just out there having fun. So I, me personally, I've had the opportunity to ref like the majority of the games towards the end. Um, I wasn't able to be there for the latter stages of the finals because um, of my basketball schedule but you know it was really cool just from a referee's perspective I got a lot of camaraderie I think a lot of the the players you know uh, gained a lot of mutual respect for me even so much so I went to the mall the other day and I went to go buy some sneakers and I see somebody that I recognize but I, you know what I like to do when I'm at the mall like I'm an old man I'm just trying to blend in man and I feel like it really works now because everyone's wearing a mask so lo and behold um, I, I'm, I'm in the store called JD sports and then I see Kyler and he's helping somebody. And I think like for some reason it might've been like a new associate and yeah, she was trying to ring cashier. something up. So he, he sees me, he goes, Oh, Hey Ralph, how you doing? I went, yeah, I was waiting for him to, to get a notice <laughs> of you, man. Um, nice. you weren't shocked when you saw me, like it was like so matter of fact when you saw me, uh, I'm used to seeing everybody. Oh, so, yeah. Okay. I saw, I think I saw you one day. Like, I always go to the Lego store because me and my my son, we like making Legos. So I'm like, man, that looks like somebody I ref, but I'm not sure. And I didn't really put too much thought because I was walking through, man. Mm-hmm. But, you know, just from my experience um, refing it, you know, I'm really excited that, you know, I was able to get a camaraderie with you and you were able to recognize me as a ball. And I, I think that's what I like about the camaraderie that is is Legends. But I did miss the last two weeks. Sean, please fill me in on how... The semifinals and then the championship week went. Yeah, it was good, man. It was a lot of good games. Um, had the semifinals for uh, five man B at eight a.m. and then we had uh, all the chip games right after that. So, um, you know, we had five man D. Uh, we had um, was the uh, Monstars, I believe. Um, five man C was the Shivas. Five man B, Never Sober, and five man A, uh, Dream Killers, and Kyler was part of um, two of those teams, so he did get two championships this past Sunday. Um, you know, so yeah, it was a good Sunday, man. A lot of good highlights. Um, eight man games. Uh, Long Island Ducks um, took over eight man A. Uh, they they won, so now they await to play New Jersey Raptors. Are coming from New Jersey, so they're going to be coming in eight man A. Uh, Long Island versus New Jersey Super Bowl, so that. That's going to be cool to see who wins that. It's going to be the day after Christmas. And then probably do that live. Um, and, yeah, man, it's, it's it's good, man. It's just uh, building every season, you know, getting to where we want to be, mm. um, giving these guys a chance to get on the field and perform and, um, you know, do whatever they want to do when they come out there. And I think this guy, I think 
the first time I ever saw Kyler was uh, at like I think Turf Field at uh, Huntington. And I think he, it was eight man. I think he was playing for a team and he was like a running back and he was just like faster than everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, he's just like, everybody was like trying to get him on his team, their teams. And, uh, he's become like a really good, you know, elite rusher, um, uh, in five man. So very hard for the quarterback to make a decision when you have someone very fast coming at you who knows how to like tackle and, you know, get in front of you. So, but yeah, um, you know, obviously, how does it feel to, you know, two championships, you know, you, you've, uh, you've been playing for a little bit now, right? So, um, you know, how does it feel to really get over that hump, you know, that stage? Um, it feels great. Honestly, playing with Never Sober with, like, everyone who's – all the teams, like, Never Sober and um, Dream Killers, they've all been there for, like, a couple of years, so, like, they know how to win. It's just seeing, like, how they go about the games and their gameplay and what they call and, like, how they're just composed all the time. It's like, oh – now this is how you win. Rather than me being, I've been on like other teams where everyone's just free balling, no one knows what they're doing. Yeah, that's how I met you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that game was crazy. <laughs> it was it was so crazy. But just to back to what he was saying about yeah. the speed, for, there was like this one route that you did. I think it was just like like a fly, and I could see just in the open field the type of. And then there was another one. You played quarterback too, right? You scrambled one time. I, I believe you did. But you could see like in the open field, that's where you shine. Oh, yeah. So I was like, this guy either played soccer or he played lacrosse or he ran track. Which one was it? I ran track. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. Because you could just tell, man. You, you could just tell the type of speed. But what was your experience like in those championship games now that you, you were a part of it? Now, I also want to know, because I always find this interesting too. As a referee, sometimes I'll, you know, I'll get assigned the 7 a.m. game and the 8 a.m. game. And sometimes they may or may not be early. Sometimes they may or may not talk about what they were doing last night. Is the preparation a lot different for a championship game? Are you not? Are you just like going to bed at nine and then? Um, it depends. So what time? Like what's what, what early? Like what time are we talking about for the game? What time was your game on on Sunday? Eight o'clock. I was late. I'm Eight. not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> I was late to the first game. I was late. I got I got off of work at. Because the 11s dropped that day. So I got off of work at like 12 o'clock. They didn't go home to like 1. Mm. But you got them on your feet. So like, it was yeah, working. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you still got in the field, right? So yeah. it's, it matters. I got the game like, uh, it's like 5, 10 minutes late. So I didn't miss too much. Okay. Um, what was that experience like playing in the championship game? Uh, playing with these two teams, Never Sober and Dream Killers, is a lot of fun. Mm. Playing with just everyone who's experienced. They know what they're doing. They know how to win. They've been winning for years. So it's, it's nothing to them. Yeah. Now, Dream Killers have about, I think, 10 championships. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, right that's at this crazy. Point, it's, it's up there. And then they have Ministry of Darkness, which was another team that was very good. Um, and that team had a different quarterback, uh, Howie. I don't know if you remember him. No, I don't. Okay, yeah, he was a little before. He was like a Tom Brady of his time, you know. Really? But he's like <laughs> uh, Rob Correa. Like, he, he, he definitely, his game is very similar to, like, how Howie's was. Um, and how he's just like the Tom Brady of flag football when he was out there. You know, you have those greats who just don't really play anymore, and they just have that those minds. Like, you know, so it's cool. Like, you're getting a lot of knowledge passed on from him to the, your main guy, your main quarterback. So I think yeah, it's really cool. Rob's probably yeah. like the best quarterback I've ever probably played with. Mm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Very, he's and very that, smart and savvy and for that sure. And that definitely sheds off Howie and ministry mm -hmm. of them having like five, six championships at him, with him at the helm. Yeah. And then they – when they made Dream Killers, it was a little different. Jesse, and then you yeah. know, and then Never Sober with Rob. So yeah, I wanted to bring up a point that you were talking about before of saying that you've been on a different t 
teams before, and it seemed as though you didn't really know how to win. And, you know, you were learning flag football at that time because yeah. it's a specific skill, especially considering when you normally play in high school, you play different sports, and then you kind of fall into flag football. And it can kind of take, like, really good parts of sports. So I'll give you an example. Basketball, to me, is like a very specific, highly skilled sport. Like, you have to do a lot of things. But for me, like, flag football is like, okay, if I don't have to dribble, and you're just telling me I have to be at this spot at one time and then just run, that's a lot easier than dribbling the ball and then going over here and then passing it to here to me. But you did mention that, you know, DK and Never Sober, they have so much experience. Was it something that they specifically told you that you learned? Or was it, like, just through... You know, being around them, oh. you kind of like fell in line. And you're like, okay, now I see what it takes to win. Yeah, not just being in line, just being in line, just being around them. I know how to win. They, everyone has a role. No one, no one tries to outshine anybody. Mm. Like we have Daquan. Like everyone knows he's a loud enough, but no one <laughs> so takes <loud>. him serious. <laughs> no, but you know what? I think what he does, he throws like people off balance oh, yeah. because you're so focused on him. Mm -hmm. And there's so many other people that can be more devastating, but you're still focused on him because he just keeps talking and talking. Yeah. It kind of works in his favor. Um, if there was like a specific skill that you think you improved upon or you learned just by playing with them, what do you think it was? Um, privacy just keeping my composure. Mm. Before you had problems with that? Like, yeah, kind of. <laughs> I, I wasn't always as calm. Yeah? Now, what makes you calm? Because you feel like everyone picks each other up? Yeah, everyone, when... When you're around everyone who just knows what they're doing, it's like, okay, it's less stress off you. Mm. You already, I already know that Rob's going to do what he's got to do to win us the game. So, Interesting. Now, with that composure, hypothetically speaking, if yeah. you started your own team, do you think that it would perpetuate by being composed, or do you think it would be more so like back, back, at, back to square one? Because it's hard. Oh, no. Be composed. Okay. We'd be good. Yeah. I think it's just better to be composed in general, right? Right, Sean? Um, yeah. I, th I think, you know, as a – player in general and anything you need to really just stay inside your own game stay inside your mind like stay inside what you know like what to do to win the game right instead of like listening to other people mm -hmm. people yelling at you all the time maybe some fans on the sideline maybe just people close to you whatever just always trying to yell and just push you in a direction i think just trust like what you what you can do on the field just trust what you can do you know just in general and just really just attack you know i think that's what he, he kind of does now is like he's very composed and then he just knows what he has to do and then he attacks and gets it done. So I think that's what you have to do, you know. So yeah. did you have a chance to watch both of those championship games? Yes. Yeah. What were those games like watching? And also, I always wanted to know what is it like as the commissioner to get prepared for the championship game? What do you do? You know, we're talking about the semifinals have just done. We're done. You know, that's the Sunday, and now you're preparing for the championship game. In terms of, like, promotion, in terms of scheduling the teams and then the referees, what goes through your mind with all those things? Because I'm pretty sure it's a lot. Um, yeah, you know, I think the the biggest, you know, task is always week one, right? So when you get to the end of the season, it's like, all right, you know, you know what teams are playing. You, it's easier to kind of accommodate people. Um, sometimes, it's, sometimes it's not as easy if someone's playing on like four teams and they're like, all right, we're all in the championship or mm. we're all in the semis. It's like, it's like, dude, like push comes to shove. Like these guys are the higher seed or, you know, it's like you, you didn't ask for this time until after they asked for that. You know, sometimes it's just like, it's tough. You know, you really got to just put everything together. A lot of different factors. Time is always a big thing. Um, putting that together, but you know, just getting prizes, getting, you know, um, trophy and shirts get everything in order for that 
making sure all the fields are in order, making sure all the refs um, are assigned, you know, and just really just kind of, um, you know, make sure everything's covered. And then from there, make sure everyone's filming, uh, make sure there's always a filmer on each game for booth review challenges and things like that. So, cause that's very important these days. It's, mm. it's like, it's, it's so good to like be able to kind of have this cause in like the past, um, when I had other people involved, it, we weren't really able to incorporate like new ideas all the time. So I would bring them the challenge, um, idea up and they would just be like, Oh, you know, not into it or whatever. So, or can't be done. Right. Yeah. Sometimes they, yeah, I hate it when people and then say the ref, can't be actually done. the refs weren't, all the way on board you know i'm not gonna lie like when i first introduced it but i knew like at the end of the day it's like better for the players um i wanted to take a lot off the referee's plate i wanted to give the players a choice to you know challenge a play and be like all right you know wow he was out of bounds or wow he didn't catch that ball or something you know just Mm. we don't have the best angles we don't have five angles right now you know but maybe down the road you know who, who knows you know who knows where flag football um takes it to um, it's only grown, you know, flag, everyone's playing flag football these days. You've seen so many leagues, so many tournaments, and it's great. I love flag football. Um, so I think it's only grown, and it's cool to kind of bring people out, give them a stage to perform like this guy and a lot of uh, his peers and uh, teammates and stuff. So um, it's always good to kind of give people that stage to perform, and I think that's what these guys are capitalize on, capitalizing on. Um and you know i I always love the promotion so like in terms of just like teams creating their pages right and just like promoting i think it's awesome you know or just like another tournament like another league guy runs his own league in philadelphia i always support his his highlights and everything he posts you know and i have no affiliation with them right but i just like love flag football so i'm always supporting people and like sharing things and you know trying to give people a stage uh because i have a good platform to really uh show you know give people that stage perform so Mm it's cool to kind of be a part of that at this stage um, of where flag football is and where it can be. And this guy, you know, I, I created a, a national team and um, this guy was definitely part of it, a big part of it. So I definitely plan to like get back to that. You know, we, I don't know if you're still interested in playing, yeah, but play. we're going to switch up the squad a little bit and um, get a couple more local guys and guys that know, you know, how to play with each other and stuff. So. With the championship game, after everything is all said and done, do you feel like more happy and joyous, or do you feel more relieved that it's over? Um, you know, I mean, I guess that's a tough question, tough answer, because it's like I love being around flag football, I love being around competition. That's why I like. That's why I'm here. I love what I do, mm-hmm. and I love football, I love sports. Um, basketball is my first passion, so um, you know, I'm always trying to play basketball. It's like the best workout ever. You just go to court and just like play and run around, right? So. Um, you know, whatever, just like pick up games. Um, so that was always my favorite. It was the easiest to play. Um, I was always playing against like six foot five, six foot six guys, six foot seven guys. And I was like the Terminator. I come in and just like body people and just, you know, like it was, it was fun. Like, you know, I just like love the sport of competition. Right. And that, and that's where I just like, when it comes, coming back to your question, um, you know, I, I love being around it. So I'm not like mad that it ended, but I'm happy that guys are happy about it. You know, I, you know, maybe like to an extent, you know, I'm a real person. I feel bad for the guys who lost or whatever, but you know, at the end of the day, like everyone, as long as you stay together and you keep playing and you figure it out, you know, that's what it's about. And even if you, even if you don't, right, you Mm -hmm. just have fun and you get like really cool highlights to post, right. Or, you know, photos. And and that's what I always try to, you know, um, communicate, communicate to like the league and the players and everything. Just like, this is what we want, you know, like want people to perform and, 
you know, uh, we want people to have that experience and things like that. You know, not everything's perfect, right? Yeah. You know, um, we try to, the plan doesn't go as planned as, you know, you saw this season, right, with the turf. Yeah. Um, but sometimes, you know, you just have to fight through, and I think that's what a lot of guys did. So I appreciate everyone who played and came out and stuff. And I think we're just, you know, they as long as, like, you know, I know myself that I'm always trying to give them the best stage. You know, we had some we had some stuff planned. We're not going to go into details on that. But um, at the end of the day, you know, we kind of got screwed over. And you can't make excuses. You just got to move forward. And I appreciate the guys who did play and make that happen for us. So mm. I want to go back to you, Kyler. You know, I think about somebody that has ran track in high school. It's not like when you're out of school you're going to challenge somebody to a race, right? So, like, how do you get your competitive fix? And what I'm asking you really is, how did you discover flag football, and when did you start getting real serious about it? Um, my bro- my older brother, uh, Sean knows him as, as well. He was who, oh, he was always in flag football with... Um, S-H-A-W-N, right? Yeah, yeah. S-H-A-W-N. Uh, he was always in flag football. I When I was, like, 16, I played, on, I played like, for one game, and... Uh, I see how it was, and I was like, oh, this is kind of cool, but, like, I'm not old enough to play, mm. really, like, to play for the whole season. Then when I got older, I graduated high school. Um, Terp, Turpin, Daquan, I knew they were always in it, so, nice. and I'm close with Terp outside. Terp, George, Let me right? guess, you're from yeah. Bellport. Yeah, Bellport. There you go. <laughs> I th- there we go. Yeah. <laughs> Daquan just, he probably just goes outside and just yells, like, who want to play? Who want to play with me? <laughs> yeah, so, I seen it, I seen it through there, I seen it through them, um... And then my brother, my brother was actually I forgot what team he he, he was playing on. Nice. And he yeah he was playing with the Dark Knights. He told me oh just like fill in like for a free agent spot if you want to play like five man or eight man. So I filled in, and I, I ended up playing. It's like two thousand. It's two thousand twenty fall season. Yeah. I filled in for the uh, Ballhawks. Nice. One game, but then they they ended up keeping me for the whole season. And then from there on, I've been playing flag every season. Mm. That's awesome. And you feel like as time has progressed and then you started thinking about refining your skills and taking it more serious, when did you think you started making that leap of like taking it serious and oh, like spring? This spring? Yeah, this spring season. That's when I was like, okay. Was there a specific moment that made you come to this conclusion? Um, or you just didn't want to play yourself out there? Because <laughs> nobody wants that. You know, like sometimes I think even in the beginning of the season, I saw a team and I forget what their name is and I probably will just refrain from saying what their name is, but they were getting thoroughly killed by a team that has more experience. And I always try to be encouraging because I can see that they have, you know, talent. But I think also what happens in flag football, it kind of gets melded in of saying like, oh, I played football and I was all county when I was in high school, which means nothing in flag football. And also I just think that sometimes people look on the other side and say like, he's definitely overweight, he's old, he's slow. And then they just get thoroughly killed because they know the angles. They know how to play with each other. It's, you know, it's one of those things that you really have to know the nuances of playing flag football. Did you realize that early on that it's not like you can't just, through your sheer speed, going to be able to kill somebody at all times? Yeah, I realized that, I realized that in spring. Um, playing with Irv, he's like, he's like the more bigger, heavier guy, but in reality, he's catching every ball. He's, he's, getting, he's getting like mad touchdowns. and Everyone's like, yo, he's fat. It's like um the past five minute game against the, against the Steppers. like they was like yo he's mad fat how's he doing this mm. just like he knows how to play yeah, this yeah he's he's definitely like a uh, want to say like <laughs> you know a Le- a Larry Fitzgerald yeah catches you know, everything kind of like player like that where he can, or Bolden like maybe like Anquan Bolden something yeah. like that um he's definitely physical like possession wide receiver he definitely catches a lot of balls and 
he does play some quarterback as well. Um, but he does everything. I think he just knows play football very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think one day he he definitely wants to get behind the uh, the stripes. Oh yeah, you think so? Yeah, he's been asking me for a while. Yeah. Well, he's always asking me these technical questions, and I'm always like, because he's, he's halfway like not paying attention and joking around, and yeah. then there's a, the the whole back and forth with him yeah. and Daquan. No, I always love to give everyone opportunity though if they want to like yeah, sure. pursue something like that, see how it works out. And, mm. Maybe he might um, like it more. Yeah, I mean it's it's cool because like a lot of guys that are reffing now, um, former players, you know, um, and I'm all about that, you know, just. That was when I took over the, you know, took over the whole, uh, you know, Long Island Legends, and my first thing was to like fix all the referees, and that's was like that's what I that's what I did. So, you know, I'm very happy with like the current staff that we have, um, and I think that like everyone involved, including yourself, like everyone just really has a good vibe, and knows how to talk to the players. So if something goes wrong on the field, talk about it, you know. And I think that's what I try to create, having the challenges and you know, really being more clear on the rules and being more about, you know, being about it and stuff. Yeah, I, I definitely like talking to everybody. Um, I want to go back to you. You know, I, I think when you run track, the officials, right, the referees that yeah. are, they, you know, they just kind of like shoot the gun and then they are judges. They don't really put their imprint on the game. But, you know, with flag football, we have referees. Is that like a, a challenge for you? And what is your relationship with referees uh, in general? Um. At times, yes, there are calls that you that you do feel like, <laughs> oh, I did, I didn't do this, but I just feel like if you're not like if you're not really being super competitive, if you're not really having much fun as like you say you are, then you're not you're never gonna have like uh, you're never gonna argue with a ref. Mm. Like if you're not arguing with a ref, you're not being competitive at all. Like you're not having you're not doing the most you can on the field. Mm. If you get what I'm saying, yeah, I, I you're taking it. your mind out of football basically. Yeah. You know, just like thinking about other things. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, I like to ask questions, and I also like to talk. I, I hope you appreciate that. Yeah, I'm, I do. Yeah, I think it's really easy for, for you to talk to me. I don't think I'm like a off-putting referee. I'm always willing uh, to listen. Um, so Sean set up a, a five-man tournament, right? Is it also eight-man or just five-man? Um, I, I offered both just to kind of get a little feel of how each one would look. And it's just, you know, it's tough. Eight-man is like a very hard sport to put together because you need so many players and and it's also kind of playing against the top guys you know you're playing against the ducks you're playing against the reapers you know you might be playing against the skull or whatever like the dream killers or whoever plays right so you really need a full team so like the eight man it's just tough to really put together last last minute um the five man we're getting a a really good demand um and i think we might get like you know 15 teams might split it into two if we get to 16 and then um you know, really just have a good tournament, a lot of, a lot of good competition, a lot of, you know, this guy, you know, I know Kyler is a free agent, right? So if, uh, any teams out there want to scoop him up for Sunday, you know, um, but I'm sure you have some, some of your guys who play on some teams. So, but either way, it's going to be really fun. Um, nobody hit you up yet for this tournament. Uh, no, uh, Irv had something in the, said something in the group chat, but we don't know how, where it's going to go from there. So how does that work too? Now that there's a tournament, is it like, we're just going to make a brand new team for this tournament or is it like, we're um, going to stay? So with- in order to just secure all the spots, I make sure that people send the entry fee in and then this way they're locked in and I know they know everyone, everything is covered. Even if they don't show up, it's covered. You know, it's like the guys aren't going to get less money, you know what I'm saying? So 
Um, so that's why it's very important to get to do that and really just push people to sign up and register and deposit and do all that. It's just, I can't just take someone's word, right? Mm. I gotta be like, all right, you know, you gotta actually put your team in and that's kind of how you need to run the tournament style. Um, if you don't take deposits, I've done it in the past and you know, guys just don't show up and it just becomes a mess. <laughs> so, and it's just like, all right, now I'm losing money just for even having this idea. Right. Mm. So, um, it just it took a while to kind of figure out how to really run it. I have some guys I'm talking to too, who are very familiar with tournament formats and they're doing their own things. And one guy might just help me out um, and just do his. Uh, but I'm, I'm always supporting people who do stuff. So one of my guys who played for me in Jersey, he he ran um, a tournament in Jersey, and the Ducks played in it a few times. Um, but it's like a six man, and I repped in it a few times. Gvoc um, flag football and. Um, yeah, so, like, I'm always supporting people. I'm always, like, about just, like, you know, just supporting the sport of flag football or just if someone has something they want to promote, mm. you know, hit me up. What's that day like for you? Is it a lot different than just, like, the normal season? Is it a lot more, like, intense work for that particular day? Um, I mean, no. I mean, you just as long as everyone shows up, you know, <laughs> <laughs> right? That's what it's, like, that's what it comes down to. It's, like, our guy's going to show up and... Um, I think when money's involved, it, it, it kind of, it's like, all right, we, we, sh we gotta show up. Yeah. You're you trying to get saying? refs killed. That, that's, that's when, every time <laughs> I think of a cash tournament, I think yeah. like, here we go. We're going to have, yeah. oh, I gotta bring, I gotta bring my, like my technical Body foul guards. face. Yeah. yeah so. <laughs> but I do like the competitive nature of it yeah. though. And it's five know? man non-contact. Obviously it's still competitive and it gets intense, but it's not like guys are going to be running out on a peel block and laying guys out. You know, well, that's where the, that's yeah. where the tournaments get insane when guys are like doing dirty hits or you know really taking it to the next level and you know that that kind of takes the fun out of just you know being at the field when that that kind of stuff happens but i always try to give everyone benefit of the doubt you know and just kind of like push forward and not stress on bullshit and just mm. fix like fix whatever you got broken right it's like right. you got something wrong don't bring it to the field and it's what i try to preach to the refs too is like you got shit going on, like, don't be coming to the field, like, pissed off. Like, I talked to the refs in the past, and we had meetings and stuff, and I'm like, if you want to do that, like, just talk to me. Yeah, 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 <laughs> Vent yeah. to me. You right, know? right, right, right. If you go to the field and you're, like, you're mad, then the player's going to get pissed, and then they're going to want to fight each other, and then that's just not what we want, you know? Well, I, I, <laughs> so, I will so say I, this. I've had, a, had some meetings in the past where some guys get out of hand, and I know some guys, some referees could be a little more aggressive than others but you know i think it's just as long as they're aware that i know and we've talked about it um and they know what the right way to go about it that's like what matters right mm -hmm. so. mm -hmm. I, I will say this though i, I just want to make a general statement we're taping this on wednesday december 15th and the uh the tournament's going to be on sunday right what is that the 19th it's almost Christmas, man. It's crazy. It's super crazy. But anyway. Last minute idea. I, I had that I had the idea yesterday and I was just like I was like, you know what? I was like I was like, we, we it hasn't snowed. It's really not that bad. Like the, the finals were, were solid. You not know? that bad. It's like seventy degrees today. I know, but like <laughs> you were out there, right? It wasn't that bad, right? It was like no. it was cold, but it yeah. wasn't like I'm still in shorts, so hey. I'm, yeah, I was, yeah, this guy, like some of these guys are insane, like the eight man guys, the big linemen, they come out with like tank tops and yeah. I'm like, dude. Like what are you doing? Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm, I'm on meat, man. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. So and I'm I, just like, all right. I, I was just, like, I ain't gonna convince you, so I'm just gonna walk the <laughs> these like big dudes. You know, it's like, all right, six foot five, six yeah, foot four, monsters. It. It's like, 
It's like, you good, man. You need help, let me know. <laughs> I just want to make a general statement from a referee's perspective, okay? Because historically speaking, every time I do one of these tournaments, you'll get like a nice eight-man contingent of a team that plays five-man. And then I, for some reason, they, they start subconsciously doing eight-man rules. It's a five-man tournament. Okay, so if there's contact and I got to call something, just remember we're playing within the parameters right. of a five man. Yeah, you know they know uh, no stiff arms, no blocking. That doesn't change the fact that guys. they might play like yeah, a table, might, and then they'll go, they "Yo, this is something. this is whack." And I'm like, "If it's so whack, why are you here at eight a.m.? Why are you playing in it? You're playing it because you love it, so stop it. Yeah. You're gonna enjoy it." So that's all I wanted to say. Yeah, guys, just get competitive. I'm sure they say like the worst, you know. To, yeah. You know. <laughs> what was like. The, Maybe the worst thing you've ever got from a player, like, screaming and cursing at you. In flag football? Or just in general? Hmm. I don't even, um, I think when they just get personal, you know, like, when, when they start getting personal, it's like, that's how you feel, man. Like, yeah. that's, that's ugly. Oh, so somebody the other day, um, it was a parent. <laughs> so it, it was. It Do was you get it worse from parents or worse from, like. I, I think I get it worse. So basketball, coaches, I think, yeah. in general is worse because, like, everyone watches the NBA. NBA rules are not high school rules. NBA rules are not college rules. Okay, so we are refing high school rules sure. today because yeah. we're doing a high school tournament. Yeah. This parent from Brooklyn, right, he comes all the way to Massapequa, and he's just saying, that's a foul, that's a foul. And I was like, it's not a foul. So then after a timeout, I went up to him and I said, um, where do you ref? Like, tell me where you ref because you're so certain about all of these calls that I'm missing. And he's like, I don't ref. He's like, He's like, you should, you should consider not refing either because you suck. And I'm like, all right, you, you're out of here. So I right. literally stopped the game, and I said, your team can't play until he leaves. So they were like, whatever his name was, just like, you got to go. And he had to do this shame. And he's like, you should be ashamed of yourself. He's like, you should think about doing something else. He's like, I bet you you can't even play either. I'm like, I'm not trying to play basketball. <laughs> like, I, I don't even know like how all of this came Oof. to the point of like, and now you, you want to like, play me. Of, of people. Just yeah. yeah just, I'm okay with all that though. Yeah. I'm Because I'm not the one that's being embarrassed. But it's like, yeah. he, told me that I, I, he told me that he could tell that I never played before. I never played before? What? I don't even understand why. How did that come from like me missing a foul call? Like. Yeah, so they, that's they just try to get like yeah yeah that's my personal. latest latest yeah. version of something that's bad that mm -hmm. happened but um yeah I'm wrapping it up you have any final questions for Kyler um no I mean I like anyone you want to shout out anyone you know anything that you're looking forward to in flag football in general and uh you know um what is the uh, number one football Christmas gift that you want from uh, Ralph this year. Um <laughs> <laughs> Just shout out to shout out to the Dream Killers and the Legends. Um, two great teams put together, always winning. Um, Christmas gift that I need. I don't know. I just need a Ravens to play better. There you <laughs> go. There you go. See. There I'm gonna start sending you some Ravens gifts. So all my friends <laughs> that are Ravens fans, I'm always sending you them cool things. Man. I think the Ravens start playing better, man. Lamar. It's a long season, dog. Yeah, Come I on, know. we still got time. You I, you sound like you're giving up. <laughs> uh, I'm not, but the the next person's about to go out for season probably Sunday. So oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> we, we, we've been doing really bad with that. Yo, I was talking to my boy Ralph. This is like I just want to know for myself, right? Mm -hmm. Yo, when dunks were like when we were growing up, they were like sixty bucks. They were at the outlet. Now it's like two hundred. But what's going on? Oh, what happened? Even when I was in school, like Doug, I was in school in two thousand high school, two thousand sixteen to like two thousand nineteen. They were nothing, right? No, Dunks was like $50, 60 At the outlet. Like, yeah, now they're coming to my store, and I'm like, oh, 
Like, because they're more high high volume. Everybody mm. wants them now. So now they're selling for like two hundred dollars based on demand. Yeah. Uh, oh wow. The whole once like blame TikTok for all of this. Like, that's, <laughs> that's you, what happened to TikTok. Really? TikTok. Uh, blame TikTok for everything. I that's just nice. don't understand. Like, I had these black and white ones that I got at the outlet. Mm-hmm. I got them for $59. I, I remember because I bought two pairs, mm-hmm. you know, and I tried to move it on eBay maybe like a year later for like, I got 40 bucks for it. They just came out recently. $300. Like, what? What happened? They're wow. crazy. I, I do not understand. You're going to let me know when the next ones come out, though, right? Yeah. The same parents come in the store every day. Oh, do you have these shoes? Like, oh, uh, you got to go to you got to go to the store. Like, those the are same resell. parents. Yeah, same parents. Do you have these? No, those are reselling. Maybe you got to tickety talk them and say, like, these are the parents that come in. (laughs) I'm going to in a second because it it gets annoying. It's like, I could be helping a customer. Oh, do you have these shoes? Man, we haven't had those shoes since like January. Mm. (laughs) Well, they have no like conception of like like, release dates and stuff. You just have like a a green light and a red light Mm -hmm. and then just like be able to press a button instead of explain all the time, you know, and be like, nope. (laughs) I've had parents come to me, show me like a save TikTok. Oh, do you have these shoes? My daughter wants these. And do you have oh, this? Man. Oh, my God. Wow. It's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> it's, it's crazy how parents communicate to you with, yeah. with those things. That's got to be funny, though. No? I, I just started laughing. Like, oh, what's so funny? I'm like, you don't even, <laughs> you don't even understand. Like, <laughs> yeah. None of these shoes are going to be in the store. All right. When's the next <laughs> Dunks coming out? Which ones? Um, to be honest, I... Uh, December 18th, probably. Okay. Oh, wow. We're, we're going to talk about those <laughs> off air. Um, oh, it's like three days. Yeah. Final sure. question to you. What What are your favorite sneakers now? Uh, my favorite sneakers. And what's the last pair that you bought besides the 11s that you're wearing right now? Um, I stopped buying sneakers for a while. Uh, Even though you just bought those, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I love it when uh, people say that. <laughs> Stop buying sneakers, but I bought these, and just these, this one these, time. <laughs> until the next time, it's this one time. Yeah. These, are, these probably not gonna come up for another like ten years. So that's true. I got that's, mine that I bought ten years ago, right over there, and I can't even find my twenty years. <laughs> See, look, you see those Jordan threes? Oh shoot, those are from twenty five years ago. Yeah, they, yeah. See, I told you, I do this. <laughs> <laughs> I do this, my friend. Uh, my favorites, probably. I'd have to say. Kobe's. Which one specifically? Uh, Kobe eights. That's that's a solid choice. What's your favorite shoe, Sean? Honestly, I see you got some new drip. Nah, I mean Kobe, Kobe's. Uh, Kobe's are always really good sneakers. Honestly, I use those as my basketball sneakers. They're those, running those out because favorite. you know they're running out, right? Because they. I mean, I, I keep mine fresh. I don't wear they, it anywhere. They else. killed the contract. Yeah. They didn't renew, so. It's fine. I, I it's not fine. It's not fine at be, all. I mean, my best ball sneaker is going to be fine, honestly. Like, Take it from an old man. I've seen my shoes crumble while I was like in <laughs> Brooklyn. Like, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm out here swagging and it's like, oh, I, I thought I thought I took care of these, but. Mm-hmm. I think they still pump out a lot, though. They still, yeah, they probably they do. still make them and stuff. But I like the vintage look. I like, you know, keeping them for a while and then yeah. hopefully it doesn't crack by then. But just to let you know, the threes crack, yeah. the nines crack. Yeah. Fours crack, elevens ones do not crack. I wear them all regardless. When I get them, like all right, yeah, just wear them. them. Yeah, just wear them. It's like a weird thing. Like people want to wear them, but they want to act like they've never been worn. Like Mm -hmm. just wear the shoes. Like that's what they're for. Or else they'll crumble on you in Williamsburg (laughs) while you're chilling. Don't you don't want that? (laughs) True. Any final words you want to say before we part, man? Um, thanks for having me. Um, the LA Legends. It's like a great thing to have. Mm. I'm thankful to be part of it. Yeah. One of the best things that's happened to me recently. Just gives me something to do, keeps me out keeps me out the house, keeps a lot of people from being like couch potatoes. Yeah. 
everyone's having fun, being competitive is just something to look forward to every Sunday. Something to do responsibly before yeah. the games, mm-hmm. you know, and that's yeah. that's really cool. And I'm, you know, I'm really thankful that I was able to get to know you mm-hmm. and, you know, looking forward to reffing to you, reffing in the future. And, you yeah. know, I still always want to thank Sean for putting me and, and embracing me into the, to the Legends family. It really means a lot to me, man. Yeah, facts, man. It's all about just um, everyone trying to get to the field and everyone has a different reason to go to the field, uh, release tension, have fun, win a championship, just be around, chill, mm. have a good time, right? And um, I think it's cool to be a part of that. Um, and I always want to bring up, you know, uh, that video where we did in the past where um, the guy was trying to get on a team and nobody wanted him and he finally got on a team and oh, he was, was able to score a playoff touchdown. Yeah, that was awesome. With Ethan. And I think um, I definitely, I meant to repost that today and I just wanted to remind people, like, this is what it's all about, you know? So I think that's... Um, the power of flag football and yeah. where, it, where it has br- brought, you know, the communities and people around um, and just, you know, just being really about having a good time and being out here. And um, everyone has a certain goal, win a championship, whatever, just keep fighting, you know, stay together. If you lost, stay together. Just got to keep fighting to where you want to be. Yeah, final thing that I wanted to say, public service announcement. There is going to be a five-man tournament coming up this Sunday, December 19th. We're taping this, obviously, Wednesday, December 15th. This will be posted up because I know Sean's going to put the pressure on me as soon as I press stop. But if you want to just yeah, tell Ralph, them specifically. Ralph, is it up yet? Or, uh... Here we go. <laughs> if you want to give them specifically how they can get information on how they can register for the uh, tournament coming um, up on Yeah, Sunday. simple. Just hit up uh, LI Legends on Instagram um, and just message us. And um uh, let us know if you want in. Um, I'm already talking to a lot of guys who are involved. So um, we have, you know, a good amount of guys already involved. Um, try to get this guy on a squad, Kyler. So hit him up or hit me up and I'll put you guys in touch. But uh, a lot of good teams. I'm excited for Sunday. And um, if you guys want to join, hit up LA Legends and we'll get you get you all signed up. Yeah, man. See you guys Sunday. And if I don't see you, happy holidays to you and yours. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. For Sean McCann, Kyler Pizzo, this is Ralph the Ref. This is Poppin' Flags. We are out of here. Peace. Peace. Peace.